0: So if you're a lady who lacks time, struggles to put an outfit together, wears the same things time and time again, and doesn't want the hassle to find something new when shopping, you will absolutely enjoy this podcast. I really hope you love the podcast, The Pocket Stylist. Hello and welcome to episode 64 of the podcast, The Pocket Stylist. I'm Lisa Talbot and we've got a first today because it is a part two so part one was a couple of weeks ago um, with Louise Harris and today we are following on part two we're going to cover a couple of different topics but it's still surrounding post-pregnancy and mum dressing and all that type of thing so first of all Louise thank you so much for coming back it's lovely to see you again tell everybody just again remind people who you are and what you do so thank you again for having me. I feel very lucky, like I've passed some sort of test. But I've come back for more,
1: so I appreciate that. Um, so my name is Louise Harris, as you mentioned. I'm the founder of Connected Comm Society. Uh, I run a communications and marketing sort of a hybrid agency for small and medium-sized businesses. And we help uh, really look at authentic, real, purposeful connections with not just your clients in order to grow your businesses. Because from our point of view, businesses grow from the inside out. So it's really, really important that you make those really... Um, those connections with your people as well as your clients and your communities uh, so you feel like you can actually grow from the top line getting your revenue but also your bottom line from your costs as well uh, lots of people think that marketing and comms is just about social media and vanity metrics and likes and followers but actually it goes a lot deeper than that so uh, that's what we do
0: Oh, brilliant. And the reason we we came into contact with each other first was because you have recently had a baby, haven't you, a a while ago?
1: Yep, I had a little girl called Indy, and she is now nearly 10 weeks old. (gasps) Um, I know. I think when we talked, she was only about six weeks old, so it feels like time is really going very fast It's just trundling along, isn't it, at the moment? It is. I've got two older boys as well, so time is... things are crazy, so time is always just going on yeah
0: and in and in the first um podcast episode that you and i did we covered and we chatted about um breastfeeding and dressing we spoke about you know pregnancy and and what to and that type of thing so this is a really lovely follow-on because this is now talking about post-pregnancy and it's and then about the whole what do you, what do you, how do you dress as a mum? Because it's really interesting. And when I write, write, wrote my notes down today, I put mum's stage dressing. And what I meant by that was, you know, as our children are born, we get the post-pregnancy. Then as they get older again, we kind of go through this different stage in what we wear because life changes again, whether you're a stay at home mum, whether you're a part-time worker, whether you run your own business. And as the kids get older, you know, minor 18. So I've kind of gone through that whole stage. You've done the whole Legoland or you've done the playgroups or you've done the going out to eat with a family or you've gone on holiday, that type of thing. And so many different scenarios come up with regards yeah. to it. But can I ask you the question when, you know, at the moment, obviously you are post-pregnancy and... Yeah what kind of things do you encounter that maybe throws a bit of a curveball at you in the morning when you get dressed?
1: Yeah so I would definitely say speed is a key thing for me and so although I always try and have the best of intentions that I'm going to set up everything up early or I'm going to think about what I'm going to wear the night before um, but generally I, I get ready in five minutes um, I have a shower. I always shower the night before because I never have time or yeah. never can feel like I've got the headspace to shower myself properly with three kids around. So, my thing is what can I put on in five minutes that looks good and feels good? And also, I, I say that and be able to put on a tiny bit of makeup as well. Yeah, yeah. At the- That is it. That's my sort of five minute window. So time for me is a really, really key thing. Um, And comfort is the the second thing. Sort of the comfort and the practicality of scooping kids up or if we're in a playground and I have to, you know, lean forward and get stuff out of the buggy and all of the rest of it. So those are probably the two, three main things I think that I think about now when it comes to
0: mum dressing. Okay, so let me ask you, there's a couple of questions on, off the back of that then. So do you feel, and this goes back to time, but do you plan a little bit the night before? Do you think, oh, I'm going to do this. So actually, let me have a quick look at my wardrobe and see what I can wear. That, that's kind of one question. And the other question I would say is, do you feel that your wardrobe is quite capsule? Because when we talk about a capsule wardrobe, it is a small collection of clothes that, that go together. So do you find at the moment that, and and obviously I fully understand your your post-pregnancy and you're only 10 weeks after, do you feel that you've got things in there that you can go, oh, I could wear this with this or that with that. Or are you still a little bit in that kind of in-between stage of maybe still wearing maybe some of your maternity clothes? Because I know people do that for a period afterwards. Um, And that's from a comfort point of view as well. Mm -hmm. Um, Where where are you sitting? Are you a planner? Have you got things that interlink? Or are you feeling a little bit, I don't mean to put words in your mouth, bit of an overwhelm as in I've only got X, Y, Z to wear?
1: So I would definitely say I'm in the overwhelmed stage, but only, so I, i really, actually, I probably shouldn't admit to this, but
0: I don't have have any secrets. We're all friends
1: here, you know. I know, exactly. Um, I probably still have clothes from before my my first child. So that was, that's clothes from before seven years ago. And i obviously in a different state. And I'm, I would say that at every single child that I've had, I felt differently after each one. Mm -hmm. My body has actually changed differently because after I had Rory, interestingly... Um when I, I took a whole year off my leave I was actually still working in corporate then. Um so I felt like I well probably looking back at it I didn't at the time feel like I had loads of time. So I actually went to the gym quite a lot. I actually looked after myself after I had him and I got into really good shape. And then after I had Bodhi the pandemic hit and I just wasn't in very good shape at yeah. all and then soon after I got pregnant with Indy. So in my wardrobe at the moment I have clothes for somebody who is two or three dress sizes smaller than I currently am in the hope that I really love them. But I'm, I'm hoping, which to be honest, I'm nearly at the point where I'm probably won't um, get into them again. I've also got clothes that I've been wearing throughout pregnancy and the beginning of post pregnancy, where, which were really quite big clothes um, for me, which I'm actually started to shred out of my wardrobe. And then I've got those in betweeny clothes where I'm probably one or two dress sizes smaller than I am currently which was like that shift in between the pregnancies, if that makes sense. So I've currently got all of that staring at me every day, um, which, I, don't, which is, I know isn't helpful because I probably still only use five or 10% of it. Yep, yep. Um, I would say from a planning perspective, I probably do have a little think about what I'm doing the next day to roughly what I might wear, especially now with the weather the way it is, being like, oh, it's super hot. I just have to have like super cool clothes. Or after I do drop off, I'm meeting X for coffee or I'm going to the gym or I'm doing or we're going for a walk. So what I wear reflects that. But I don't think more than practicality. I don't think I want to look and feel really like nice of it. I think more like, can I get it on quickly? Is it easy? Is it going to suit the task or the activity yeah, yeah. that I'm going to, to do?
0: Yeah, yeah. And and there's so much in there to kind of unpick a little bit <laughs> because you're, you're absolutely right. When you, you know, and, we, and I fully, uh, uh, you know, see where you're coming from at the moment where you've got a mixture of sizes because that's the, you know, it's pregnancy, it's pre-pregnancy, it's post-pregnancy. Yeah. One One thing I would say, you know, Definitely, when you've come out of pregnancy, there are clothes that you will go back into because that's mm-hmm. just the nature of the beast. Um, but there will definitely be clothes in there that are potentially way too big that you know that you're not going to wear again because, you know, they've, they've lost their shape or you, you just don't love them anymore. And from those clothes, point of view, I absolutely agree with what you said, that it is about time to, to shred them, to remove them out of your wardrobe, because they're not serving you a purpose and they don't create that positive mindset. Because if you're never going to wear them again, for whatever reason, then definitely just take them out because mm-hmm. you can either, I think we spoke last time, you can either pay them forward or just pop them in a bag and just put them under the bed. But, but not having them in there doesn't allow you to think about that. There, are, yeah. there will be other pieces in there that, you know, when we go through pregnancy, our body shape changes from the fact that we may lose weight, we may put on weight, we may uh, lose weight on our bust, we may gain weight on our bust, you know, our legs became slimmer or everything like that. So, so from my perspective, from what you have in your wardrobe, it's so important that you can wear it now. Because mm-hmm. then if I said to you, oh, Louise, let's go for coffee tomorrow. You can go, oh, great. I could wear X, Y, Z. Rather than think, now, hang on a minute. That hangs off of my shoulders. That jacket I don't really like. So having the things in there that fit you now is so, no. so important. Because, and, and this goes right even back to when ladies may have lost weight or put on weight for any other reason. Because if you think I might wear it again, that, that puts a massive pressure on you, I might wear it again, whereas, whereas I'd rather you had a really nice t-shirt on or a summer dress on now that you can think, yeah, I feel really good in this because the whole feel factor is so, so important. And I wrote, funnily enough, I wrote a post the other day on one of the social media platforms and I said, feeling good is almost a feeling, is, is a way of how we have self-care. What we wear that makes us feel good is all about self care and that's what you, you know is so important. so I would say to you definitely you know if you know you're definitely never going to get back into it or you don't want to get back into it, take it out because that's the right thing to do and planning when you have that kind of situation in your wardrobe, planning is so much easier because you don't need to overthink it because you know that what you've got in your wardrobe is perfect anyway. Does that make sense? absolutely and I think I've come to a place because I think I've gone from one extreme
1: where actually my preference will be in the future as I update my wardrobe that I invest in some really good key pieces that will last longer so therefore I go in and I I just already know that that can go with this that and the other or this can go and everything just feels a lot easier Mm -hmm. um already and I think one of the places where I've I'm getting to and I agree with you about making sure you want to reuse it and donate it and make sure that it's always got a next life for it. But I think I know now that I have finished having children. This this shop, this children shop is not uh and so therefore I think I will come to a stage in six to eight months or when I feel ready to that I'm gonna be like right I don't need to keep the big stuff. I don't need to keep the elasticated stuff. I can start thinking about how I feel now as a person, as a mum, as a business owner, what do I want my style to be? And, how, and mm-hmm. have and that reflect me in the phase that I'm in at the moment. Whereas I think before I was always a bit like, well, we might have another child or we, or oh, I might as well just save this because I'm not quite sure. It's a lot of things as people well know, when you have children, you put lots of things on hold. So, you're in sort of limbo. I feel like I'm in limbo with all the baby stuff I've got around me. Yeah. I think, oh, actually, the baby bath will go in a few months' time. It's all of that sort of, there's just, I mean, the sort of shredding. So, I think I'm looking forward to that stage and, mm-hmm. yeah, and updating it and it feeling like, and getting a few new pieces and feeling like it really reflects me in the phase that I'm in at that time. Well,
0: do you know what? Don't, but as a mum, we all put pressure on ourselves, especially straight after a baby. The pressure is, oh, I've got to get back into my old clothes. I've got to get back into the clothes I wore. Whereas actually for me, wear what suits you now. You mm-hmm. can always, you know, the high street is such an amazing place. You can pick up some great items at not a, not expensive prices. And if you can do that, you know, pick up um, a £2.50, t-shirt from Primark that fits you because it will make you feel fantastic so it's about having things that fit you now will make you feel good and it and it takes away that horrible pressure of I must get back into what I used to wear because that's no good for anybody you're you know the the joys of being a mum of having a new baby is about enjoying this new person and how it then fits in with your new with your existing family and and all that type of thing that's way more important than worrying about getting into the pair of jeans you wore nine months ago you know so for me that's that's massive I think as well you know we we speak about the mum stage dressing and as as the children get older and we do, you know, we learn to adapt our dressing to suit. So again, comfortability, but it's about then going, you know, actually, if you have this capsule wardrobe whereby it moves freely and works with each other, as your children grow older, you adapt your style or you might change a bit of your signature style, or you may add in different colors, but it's about, Again, it's about working with who you are as a person and how you and your lifestyle as well. So for me, if I worked with you, there would be no point saying to you, right, Louise, I'm going to give you a formal kind of dressing for your business because that's not going to work with your lifestyle you know, you are, your business is welcoming, it's creating a trust with your clients. But on the flip side, you might be doing a school run at nine o'clock and have a client meeting at 9.30. So it's got to work for you. And that's why when we talk about mum's stage dressing, you know, I'm a massive believer that female business owners and female entrepreneurs are exactly that. I'm not the greatest lover of the word mumpreneur because at the end of the day, we are women in business who happen to have a family. And that's, that's how I feel. So your clothing has got to reflect school drop off. It's got to reflect that you might be rushing to the supermarket at four o'clock because you've forgotten to get any milk or, you know, that type of thing. So it's about creating this wonderful capsule wardrobe that will grow and integrate into your lifestyle
1: agreed and i would say one of the things i'm looking forward to is being able to do the school run potentially pop to the supermarket in between client meetings and then finish off with cocktails with my girlfriends yeah when my husband has the kids in the evening so actually having a wardrobe that that for me is a big goal is that can interchange all of those things yeah. will be a big achievement i think for me in in i don't know maybe six months time
0: but it's a massive thing isn't it it's a what you've just given as an as as an example is about having flexibility and not underestimating the power of having a wardrobe that makes you feel good.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think after I had, after I had my second son Bodhi and we went through the pandemic and on the times that, you know, Rory was able to go to school. And, you know, I remember just being like lots of other people in the, in the world, Dog tired, you know, from yeah, yeah. having to do all the juggles of everything. And then going into then, oh gosh, I'm not, I'm, you know, not that I necessarily stayed in my pajamas all the time, but that was still okay because no one had anywhere to go. But then once we were able to go out in public, me still feeling really dog tired, and then me just going, I just need the easiest thing to grab onto. But then getting to the school deck school gates and going a bit like, God, I look really, I probably look as rough as I feel, you know, type thing. But then there's Mm -hmm. lots of other mums in the playground looking amazing. And it's not necessarily about comparisonitis, but it's also knowing that actually if I'd worn something slightly different, I could have lifted my spirits up. I could have felt really, really good about myself. But actually in my wardrobe still is those drab, baggy, probably still bit of pregnancy clothes. Yeah there as well but it, the power is amazing is yeah. amazing in terms of and that's well. and
0: that's when even you know you could have worn a different color so for example you know if you if you have i don't know a yellow undertone or a blue undertone skin if you have a color on your upper body that's complementing that you will look lighter brighter fresher you know in the face and it's it's yeah. not that sometime like you said the comparatitis it, it's about that other lady might go or the other mum might go actually i know that's my best colour so her wardrobe consists of that colour so she's going to always look amazing or again she may have more time because yes. her husband may get the kids ready in the morning or the she has older kids that don't wake up there to you her go. At the night yes, that's it exactly. exactly so it's about having that wardrobe that really works and as we go through you know the the stages of motherhood you gain that little bit of time back as they gain a year and a year older. I remember, you know, I've got three children, but my twins are 18 now. And I remember, you know, when they were born and literally probably up until when they went to preschool, it was just a constant conveyor belt. It was just full on. Whereas when Mm -hmm. they went to preschool, I got an hour back then as their hours extended I got three hours back so I had more and it's time time is such a precious commodity and Mm -hmm. then literally as they went through you know then they went to junior school then they went to senior school then they started doing after school clubs then this this day suddenly got longer and longer and longer Mm -hmm. and I had more time for myself whether it be i don't know sitting drinking a hot cup of tea you know yeah. r- rather than a stone cold cup of tea and and then as they get older you you get more time back which is why you can just go okay like you in the morning you if you think about it now it's your responsibility or and your husband's or whatever yeah. to get them ready for school right so whether you put makeup on or not is by the by But when they get dressed themselves in the morning, you've just recovered 15 minutes to put your makeup on. So it's does that you know it's true isn't it you agree I I also think I mean I have been blessed with early risers so
1: therefore lots of people that I know potentially get up early have a shower get themselves ready but that isn't an option for me because mine can get up at half past five and I can't do pre that um but once they do sleep in a bit later which they mean Rory my seven-year-old is starting to actually naturally do a little bit more I can see that opening up so I can I'll have that half an hour 45 minutes in the morning where I can grab a cup of coffee and get myself ready before they wake up so I definitely think that it is good to keep that in mind I think as you go through those stages because not just how you feel about your body changes your whole structure of your day yep. you know when they start walking to school on their own or getting a train or you know or something else Again, that then has a massive impact on what you wear and how you look after yourself and how you present yourself and how you want to as well, I think.
0: Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's never about saying to anybody, you, you look bad or actually you could look you know, you shouldn't be wearing that. My job as a stylist is to say, do you know what? You can, you can still look amazing really easily and not necessarily on an expensive budget. It's, but for me, it's all about how somebody feels. And you know, you, you, you kind of mentioned it really early on in our conversation about makeup and Makeup, again, doesn't have to be complicated. I always say, you know, if you're short of time and you want to wear makeup, create yourself a capsule makeup bag and do the things that you wear. It could be a foundation, an eyebrow pencil, a blush, and a lip gloss, for example. That's four things you've got to put on. You don't have yeah. to go for the highlighter and the structure on the bone cheek, on the cheekbones, all yeah. that type of thing. Do you know what I mean? It is about just get a prod get products that work really easily for you and that's when you know I would say to anyone that's not my expertise you know I would go to again a makeup artist who maybe has makeup lessons that they offer you know because again you but that's time that comes back to your what you spoke about as yeah
1: I definitely probably do that quite naturally I have like an everyday which is probably like a bit of foundation or concealer, probably never both at the same time, a bit of an eyebrow pencil, uh, eyeshadow and mascara, That is ten, my, and a bit of lip balm or lip gloss, so that is it. But then I have like out-out makeup. Yeah. So when we're going out-out, so if it's a, a dinner or a party or, or actually we're going to a pub meeting friends or whatever that is, then I will typically then try to invest a lot more time in doing my makeup. Uh, but yeah, I definitely agree with that as a, just a tip. I mean, I'm not a makeup artist or anything, but yeah, I definitely agree with that as the tip. Yeah. Find something that can literally take you 60 seconds if you need to.
0: That's it. And then that goes back to your clothes as well. Because if you think about it, find something that takes you 60 seconds to get ready. And that could be, you know, it's items of clothing that suit you, your personality, the the shape that you are now the shape that mm-hmm. i always say stay in the now stay in the now because you you know so many people especially post-pregnancy like we said earlier on the pressure to to get back yeah. into those original clothes no 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 just enjoy being now and work with now and then adapt as you go on and you know we see it so much, you know, and it's not good for people's mental health. It's, it's about enjoy what is now stay in the now and then make changes as you, as you go on. Absolutely. Um, Do you know what, Louise, I could talk to you forever, but I've loved this conversation because it's, it's so important and it's, it's so prevalent at the moment, you know, because everybody's going through different stages and, you know, I've, I've absolutely loved talking to you as well. Oh, well, thank you. And and what I've really enjoyed is sort of us talking and
1: and stripping, I think, down some of the stigma around how you feel after having a baby and how you feel about style. And it's nice to hear as well your experience um, and knowing that we're not alone. We're all probably feeling exactly the same.
0: Yeah. And do you know what? We aren't alone but you think you're alone at the time. Don't you think, Oh, I'm the only person who can't get myself dressed and in 30 (laughs) seconds flat. And that's so not true. It's a bit like, you know, I see so many clients who say, Oh, I don't like shopping. I must be the only, I must be the only person who doesn't like shopping. No, 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 no. You're probably like 95% of my client base or clients that will say, um, you know, I have the most horrendous wardrobe, you know, but, I must be the only one. No, no, no. Everybody's got a different scenario that they think they're the only one and you're yeah. not the only one. How, you know, there are wonderful women out there who've all had babies recently. And for me, it's about, you know, so important that don't put the pressure on yourself, live in the now, but have a wardrobe that works for you to make you feel good. End of, yeah. that, that's it. Perfect.
1: So that was a good way to end me. wasn't yeah.
0: it yes Very <laughs> brilliant, way, it. brilliant way to end listen thank you so much for joining me i hope everybody has enjoyed it they've taken away something from it um, and we look forward to speaking to more guests over the next few weeks so come back and join us but thank you to everyone for um for listening and louise thank you so much for coming and joining me again for part 2 see you soon thank everybody you bye bye bye